Well, hello, and welcome to Friends of the Show, Clip Show Holiday Special, number four, episode number four, the final in the series of episodes where I, your host, Stephen W. Skinner, and a very special co-host, go back and listen to clips from past episodes and catch up. My co-host this week is none other than fellow podcaster and sweet muffin, Mark McGark, a.k.a. at Markedly on Twitter, one of the nicest and funniest people around with a silky smooth voice we're all about to enjoy welcome mark hey steven <laughs> so here we are back again on the mics yeah what a what a delight to hear your lovely voice again my friend you know the feeling is mutual you got just that that sweet voice that people love to hear and uh, i guess that's one of the reasons why you decided to pick up the mics and record your own podcast Making friends with Mark McGark. What am oh I? yeah, putting yeah. out episodes once every <laughs> nine and a half months. Uh, I think is our average. It's a solid release schedule. You keep the people wanting more, like me. I'm clamoring. You know, I'm clamoring. Been clamoring for episodes, and I think you got us right where you want us. <laughs> yeah. No, when I see you, I think, ooh, that man. He's clamoring. <laughs> He's clamoring. Uh, I like. I let you know about my clamoring. <laughs> yeah, listen. The whole town knows about the clamoring. All right, we're uh, we're well aware. At this point, the clamoring is not a secret. But yeah, people love it. And if you haven't heard it, go back and listen to the bulk of past episodes. Each one a delight. Um, you get to hear Mark's voice for a full sixty minutes. Um, yeah, and it's great. You could do fun, fun fake commercials, which I thought was very, very cute and great. Uh, yeah, and if you haven't listened to it, now's your chance. If you're hearing this for the first time, first you've heard of this podcast, get stop the podcast right now, go back and listen to all the episodes, then resume this podcast. Well, I appreciate that plug, Stephen, but you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to make it harder for your listeners to find my podcast, because I'm so enamored by that nickname you came up with me. I'm going to change my podcast name to Sweet Muffin. <laughs> well, Google Sweet Muffin Podcast and uh, you get it wherever your podcasts are sold. Oh, Stephen, I'm happy to be here. This is our second episode together, and I didn't know if it would happen. I thought, you know, I thought we were a one and done type of relationship. <laughs> yeah. Well, my my ultimate goal was to get on m- making friends with Mark McGark, the podcast, so we could have had a home and away podcast, a series of podcasts where I was on your podcast and you were on my podcast, but. Unfortunately, it didn't happen yet, so uh, I had to bring you back to get you back uh, on the mic. Don't you count your eggs before they hatch, buddy. No, I've said said, um, to you that it would be great to do it live. So I am going to come to the big city to do my episode of Making Friends, so... We're going to rent out MSG. (laughs) It's on me, yeah. We're going to sell it out. We're going to sell it. It'll be the first live... (laughs) It'll be the first and only live podcast... And it'll we're, sell we're, out MSG. We're going to be nice, though. We're, it's not going to be Mark McGark, his podcast. We're going <laughs> to, you and me, we're going to co headline. Co headline, yeah. First hour, uh, yeah. friends of the show, set, then Fish plays a quick set, and then. Oh, that's the other thing is we're going to do it within the next three days for New Year's. We're, <laughs> yeah, we're going to do our famous. Our famous. I know you got a little thing lined up here. I know you think you're going to perform for Madison Square Garden on New Year's Eve, but guess what? It's podcasting time, baby. We got we got sweet open. We got sweet muffin opener. <laughs> Friends right. of the show closers. So, so that would be that's lovely. So everybody, get get your tickets now. Uh, we'll be at it's Madison Square sale. Garden. They will, oh, wait. When is this airing? December 31st, 2018. Oh, when yes. is this airing? Wow. This is going to be the final episode from our holiday spectacular holiday series. So um, first episode came, first episode dropped Christmas Eve. Second episode dropped after that. Third episode after that one. And then this will be the last episode. So... It will have dropped the the last <laughs> after those other oh, ones. I love the way you're dropping them. <laughs> Am I the first one that you're talking to since your Christmas episode has yeah. aired? Yes, that is that's wow. correct. Yeah, Stephen, it was so good. <laughs> no thanks. I'm not just buttering you up. I this this episode that you did with Jess, I found it to be such a wonderful listening experience. Well, just, thanks, uh, Mark. It was you, it was fun. You two to do. old chums. <laughs> chatting it up 
doing the clip show, listening to your friends. It, it was just warmed my heart. It warmed um, me all over. I'm glad that you enjoyed it. It was really great. Uh, yeah, catching up to Jess because it had been so long uh, since I spoke to her. Similarly to you, because you were, you were like some of the first episodes. Jess was the first episode. Yeah, and and that happened like months before it even got released. So that was like even further back. That was like well over a year. It's the Halcyon days <laughs> back days. where yeah, I was just a young a child. You, you knocked out like a dozen episodes before the first one even aired because you wanted to have something in your pocket ready to go. You know, Mark and I really needed that. And I almost made it a full year with uh, a release every week. Just took a two week break <laughs> near the end of the run. And I needed that, but uh, I almost did, but we did uh, 50 episodes in, in the year. So al- up the almost chart. my goal. So the, this will put me over my original goal of 52. So these four episodes will put me over the mark right under the wire of 2018. Final minutes. Just just tiptoeing in. So um, we hey, did that's it. That's a dramatic story arc. This could be a movie. <laughs> yeah, one day it will be a movie. Skinner, Stephen W. Skinner in the movie was it already has the built-in dramatic finale of you getting the last episodes in oh, just wow. before the ball drops. <laughs> that's the big uh, the climactic action of the movie. You know what I'm seeing? Uh, a little fellow called Channing Tatum. <laughs> you think he has the range to pull uh, it off? He would, be, he would be so lucky to play that part, I'm telling you. <laughs> well, the physique is there. Yes. <laughs> yeah, you know, a couple more weeks in the gym for him. He'll get to you. He'll get to where you are. <laughs> yeah, I'll help him out. Yeah, I'll send my advice. guy <laughs> to, to train with him. <laughs> um, all right, so so let's, let's get uh, into you. What have you been up to? Since we last spoke, still writing jokes on Twitter. Hey, that's not going to go away. That seems to be (laughs) some kind of compulsion that I cannot do away with no matter what. So, yeah, dependably, you can still log into old Twitter.com, find me slaving away, trying to come up with something for attention. (laughs) Uh, Sometimes it works, and then that feels good. But you know what I'm doing that I'm really excited about? Ooh, I'm really happy to share this with you. I am. Yeah. Uh, I have enrolled in a class at the Upright Citizens Brigade, the UCB, uh, known as UCB. Yeah, that's right. Here in New York City, uh, and they're going to teach me, little old me. They're going to show me how to write some sketches. Oh, oh, here we go. <laughs> We're going to get sketches from the twisted mind of Mark McGark. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to it because I'm kind of tired of writing just little tiny nuggets. Yes. I want to, I want to flesh it out. Yeah. I want to see what's in there. I want (laughs) to, you know, get down a quarter of a page, a third of a page of dialogue. Yeah. Way Uh, more than 280. (laughs) Oh, at least 285. (laughs) Yeah. We're, We're talking 280 plus here. Things I want that to say characters. you can't I don't even imagine on Twitter. I mean, you know, characters gnawing on the landscape, like uh, Pistol Pete and <laughs> uh, uh, Stephen. I can't think of any other. That's characters. okay. You haven't taken the class yet, and oh, you know okay. that's okay. Well, that's very exciting, and I look forward to seeing what kind of crazy sketches you come up with, and you'll be able to recruit all your hilarious New York friends to star in your crazy sketches. (laughs) (laughs) I really think it's going to be fun. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, that's really great. Cool. So you're going to get paid to write these sketches. I'm going to start buying the sketches from you. Oh, that's so nice. (laughs) Just, and hoarding them. (laughs) (laughs) You can be my first bidder, Stephen. I'm going to do the J.D. Salinger thing where I'm going to put them in a vault to be released, uh, you know, far in the future. Now, in this vault. Yeah. <laughs> what else do we have in there? Uh, any any dirty secrets of yours? Because you, you're, I'm, I'm assuming you're reusing a vault that you've already used in the past. You're not going to go out and I buy I have it, several right? vaults <laughs> located all in catacombs all over the world. Do not try to find them. Uh, they, yeah, they have they range in size uh, and complexity to open. Okay, I trust you, <laughs> um, Stephen. Thanks for asking. And also, another thing that I've been up to is it's Christmas time, and I had the pleasure of spending a lovely week with my family. 
in Florida, and then with my girlfriend's family, uh, who is Kara Weinberger, at Kara Weinberger, who just, by the way, today she had a piece published in The New Yorker. Oh my, wow, what a power couple. Her piece is called uh, Sherlock Holmes, about a female Sherlock Holmes type, mm-hmm. dealing with, you know, the problems that come with being a female in the patriarchal world we live in. Oh, wow. Some biting satire. It's good. It's really funny. It's laugh out loud funny. Yeah. So, uh, Everyone go look check that it up out. If uh, any listeners look it up, I think you'll enjoy it. Listeners uh, look it up. I, and, I can uh, spend time with her family. Yeah, uh, they rented an Airbnb in Virginia, and we just sort of took a break. Oh, that's nice. Relax. You got some relaxation, some R and R. That's right. Both of the R's. We got them in. Oh, that's great. It's Airbnbs. I've never done it. Uh, did it work out? Yeah, it's uh, we got uh, an entire two-story house on like a, a small little farmland in Charlottesville, Virginia, by uh, UVA. Uh, oh, cool. It was beautiful. It was like rolling hills and uh, golden grains and green grasses, everything you could wish for. It was there. Oh, that's great. Sweet Virginia, mountain mama. Right? Was that playing all the time? <laughs> <laughs> That's the other Virginia. Oh, sorry. <laughs> oh, I forgot there was multiple Virginias. Normal Virginia. Uh-oh. Yes, Virginia, <laughs> you got the wrong one. Uh, John Denver, please don't listen to this. <laughs> don't take that plane, John Denver. Oh, no. <laughs> Um, well, okay, so now I think we're all caught up. What do you think, Mark? Well, what about you? I want to know what you've been doing with your time. Oh, yeah. Um, what have I been doing? I've been doing tweets on Twitter. Yeah, you have. I've been you still had a doing viral. I did. A, I, I had a viral. My first <laughs> viral. You've gone viral uh, many times, Mark. What's it? What, tell me what don't, it's like. Don't turn this around on me. <laughs> well, it's it was it was interesting, right? So you get... A lot more interactions. You get uh, s- some fun notifications. You're like, oh, that's nice. This person liked it. Oh, cool. Oh, that's that's interesting. Oh, this, did you get some person. celebrities liking your tweet? I mean, really? I guess a certain level of celebrity where I had to look up who it was. <laughs> <laughs> or you, you saw a name. You're like, oh, wait, I think I recognize that name. Yeah. Who? Name, yeah, exactly. Name came up, and I was happy to find out what they were, what they <laughs> had done, and were working on, and was like, "Oh, that's very nice." Um, so that part was fun. So the tweet we're talking about is the one where you, uh, you you did a little parallel between Aquaman and Mary Poppins. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. Time Magazine reported <laughs> that Aquaman defeated Mary Poppins. What was your cute little comment, Steve? It was like, um, it must have been. Uh, hell of a battle though (laughs) (laughs) and yeah so people seem to enjoy it and and you know what mark i enjoy that they enjoy it that's what we're out here for hey i'm happy for you it's a good feeling when people like what you're turning out it's good and you've been turning out that good good stuff um all the good content one thing i liked viewers recently was that twitter masterclass video you did you've you've broken out into multimedia you oh, did, thanks. That was fun that, to do. That's kind of like a sketch, right? That was like a markedly sketch. Is that the first markedly sketch? sketch? Yeah. It just kind of wrote itself. <laughs> uh, it's like a masterclass. I, I saw a couple of masterclass previews. I've never actually seen the real thing, but they're all, they all kind of take themselves very seriously, and they have this dramatic music playing in the background, uh, and it's just sort of like quick cuts of what the master <laughs> is trying to teach you. Uh, yeah. So it seemed rife for parody, and it just kind of wrote itself. So I filmed it, and it was fun. I put it out there, and people enjoyed it. And I am one of those people, and it was great. Yeah, because I've seen those master class trailers. We've all seen them. Uh, was it Steve Martin teaches comedy? Scorsese Martin teaches Scorsese. directing. Right. Uh, what's it? Mamet teaches play writing or something yeah <laughs> yeah yeah they it's all very serious <laughs> quick cuts <laughs> and them talking seriously about the subject well i'm glad you enjoyed it but i'm very uncomfortable talking about it so let's move on all right so let's get into the clips we are here to discuss some of our favorite clips of friends of the show remember that podcast it's po- a good podcast it's a podcast. It's got my. Tw- it's got Twitter friends um, on it, and these are clips from some of those shows. Now, the first clip 
It's from our friend, Kellen. Kellen! Kellen Schneider. I'm talking about at Captain Calvis. Remember him? I think a few people remember (laughs) Kellen. Gotta remember him because he's got that silky sweet voice. We're gonna we're gonna be able to hear that in a moment. But that that, when I heard his voice for the first time, I it was like when I heard your voice, I was like, what? What kind of? Where did this come? Who incubated this voice? Um, Some voices give you the the shivers. It give you a little tremor down under. It's like ASMR, but just from him talking. Uh, I don't know why. He, yeah, he should be have a plethora of voice acting credits by now because um, he, he's moved to L.A. He's he's hit the big time. He's a huge deal now. <laughs> Bef- he's turning out the content. He's uh, getting the likes. He's getting the likes. He's doing the content. He's doing the work um, out there. Yeah, he's gainfully employed, doing what he loves. I mean, he's a true dream come true story. Uh, and he talked about it a little bit on the podcast, how he was planning on moving. This was pre-move to L.A. So, yeah, I'm talking Kellen Schneider, Captain Calvis. Now, let's listen to the clip. Yeah, it is the short hair period. It's uh, I transitioned out of the long hair period of my life, which we all go through, of course. And then now I'm in the short hair period, which honestly has nothing to do with the move and just everything to do with i got a bad haircut and decided to start over oh is that what happened because i was yeah, i had always yeah. known you as <laughs> long hair guy because you had had longer hair sort of i did uh, i did just and past then, shoulder length i'd say right is that uh yeah yeah that's true that's, that's correct that's I had shoulder length hair. yeah i went into the salon and or barbershop or whatever it was uh whatever you'd like to call it and I said I would like half an inch off, and they took two and a half inches off, which brought it up to the length of like a a child actress from the nineties right. with a like that wore overalls and striped shirts. Like that's the length of hair that I had. I'm a twenty one year old who loves to write, uh, loves making comedy, meeting people, and I'm about to move out to LA and hope to do that on a more professional scale. It's Heck gonna yeah. take some time. I think you're gonna do it. I am um, looking through your um, your article titles right now. So let's uh, name some like five balding celebrities who are strong now. Uh, <laughs> six pranks I pulled on my grandma. I do not regret, and one I do. I that one. A fun story about that one. I got chewed out a fair amount for that one. Not by anyone at Funny or Die. The people at Funny or Die are amazing. If you guys don't check out their stuff, you totally should. Uh, that's a plug for Funny or Die great people over there but uh their fan base apparently has decided it is off limits to make fun of grandma so oh yeah that one's more than half die yeah it's i mean they got angry you should check out the comments on that when you have time because it's really funny i will definitely check it out and all the listeners should too um like i said link in the show notes kellenschneider.com for all your kellen schneider needs KellenSchneider.com for all your Kellen Schneider needs, Mark. That's Does that still exist? I'm going to look that up. Oh, yeah. everyone, yeah, it should be on KellenSchneider.com. Uh, oh, okay. I'm sure there's a ton more stuff up there now than there was. He's Hold got. On. I need to put it wrong. I think I put the E before the I. Is that wrong? That is tricky. It is tricky. That I before I E rule. Oh, it's not the first time I've said that. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm glad that you played that clip because I had kind of forgotten that uh, he, this guy, Kellen Schneider, he evolved so quickly. He, I had forgotten that he had been writing all those articles and putting them on Funny or Die because right now I think of him primarily as uh, a guy who creates his own videos. Uh, yeah, that's he what does he's been doing. Now, yeah, uh, and he's had he's had a lot of success. He just does these really funny. There's something about the way he moves. Uh, <laughs> that sounds uh, like a, a song. <laughs> yeah. Well, that song was written about Kellen Schneider. <laughs> he, he does these little tiny dances in these short videos, and then he sings in this funny voice that is also sounds trained, sort of like he could be Pavarotti if he wanted to, but he's decided to use his instrument for humor. Yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah. He has. It's, it seems like he's classically trained. Exactly. So okay, hold on. But, Let's let me play. Let me play this clip. Have it. Baby girl, what's your name? That was uh, his tweet, and the caption was uh, "LMAO almost got evicted because of this." <laughs> <laughs> That's the one I was thinking of. Yeah, I had that like uh, earwormed in my head for like days after I heard that. <laughs> So. That was one of those that I looked at it and I was like, 
I don't want to like this, but I can't help it. It, it really just got uh, got into me and made me. It gave me a giggle fit. You know what? It it ticks all the boxes, and yeah, you're, it's crazy. The um, I mean, it's not crazy to to me because we were in on the ground floor. We knew about uh, Kellen before everybody, before it was cool. Um, <laughs> but yeah, now he's he's very popular, and his stuff is funnier than ever. He's really sharpened it out there. He's got a good crew of uh, folks of like creative folks that he's always hanging around. Like they have a little the group there, uh, mm-hmm. and they're they're all great. Um, all about networking, Stephen. I you gotta so. know the right people. Well, I yeah, I, I didn't know um, some of the people like I've uh, met or found out about through um, Kellen, uh, like Gracie, who's like she's great, and I found out about her from Kellen. So shout out to Kellen. That's what we're saying, friend of the show. If you're listening, keep it up, buddy. You're doing great. I yeah. If I can just be earnest, I I really believe that that kid is gonna make it. I think uh, he he's proving his worth. And um, I think he's got some talent. I think he's doing the right things. I wouldn't be surprised if in a year or two he was the next um, Indiana Jones. Whoa. I'm, I'm going to put it out right here. Is it because right. of his the snakes thing? Like he hates snakes? <laughs> <laughs> well, God, it couldn't line up more perfectly. <laughs> yeah, it works out. All right, so that was uh, that was uh, Captain Calvis. You got to go back and listen to his episode. He tells uh, a great tale about living abroad and drinking and the <laughs> crazy antics that those things cause. Um, yeah, that was really fun uh, talking to Cal and uh, oh, great. So now let's keep this show rolling and get to the next clip. And it is from our friend Malt Skull. Oh, this is another international guest. I'm talking about uh, what, Finland. Ever heard of it? I think I've heard of Finland. Yeah, well, that's where this guy's from, and it was really cool talking to him. He <laughs> has that uh, great accent, the, the the malt accent, I call it, and uh, yeah, he had fun stories to share about the, the standard military service that you have to do if you're from Finland, which was interesting. Uh, you've done military service, right? So you can kind of relate to that. Uh, sort of, but I think it's, it's a different game in Finland. How so? Uh, well, it's compulsory, right? So yes. you don't have a choice. <laughs> yeah, I guess that is true. That is a very key difference. So you you had to go it's sign up. Known as the, the giant military industry that America is. Right. Yeah, you had to go sign up, and they like signed him up. Like his, exactly. His name was already on the roster from yeah. when he was born. <laughs> they just had to go pick him up. All right. Well, let's listen to the clip. In somewhere in eastern Finland, and uh, we were like away from the campsite we had all our gear with us and uh i can't remember what exactly we were doing but anyway i i saw these like trenches or pits around so i'll i, I thought i'd like take cover <laughs> just as a joke because we weren't doing anything special just hanging around so so i jumped in one of those pits and uh i thought i'd camouflage myself a bit and then took some some moss off the wall of the pit and put it in my helmet, and then I can't remember if anybody even like reacted to that. <laughs> but I started to look at my surroundings a bit more, and I saw that that moss wasn't really growing anywhere else outside of that pit. And then I uh, started to think about it, and uh, I realized that that particular area gets used in those exercises quite a lot, but the campsites always change too. So I probably jumped into some old latrine pit Ew. that the medics had. <laughs> if you're listening to this, you're awesome. Snake Peak, she wants to know all the dangers in your sexiest accent. One, there's just so many snakes here. <laughs> Two... <laughs> Watch out for Gary. <laughs> I don't know. That's all I have. Gary? <laughs> Gary, <laughs> Gary. Gary is this weird guy. So, also lives on the peak. <laughs> that that was so funny. Uh, <laughs> that snake part. 
um, where he, he did his snake voice. Um, so that was Malt. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Watch out for Gary. <laughs> yeah, that was him riffing. <laughs> that, Gary, that Gary riff was so funny. When I was listening back, I was like, I forgot about this Gary part. <laughs> Watch out for Gary. <laughs> like, okay. Oh, man. I love that guy. He's yeah. so off the wall. Yeah, he's definitely, yeah, he's off the wall and absurd. And oh, the way the water flowed under the snow. <laughs> Some of his tweets are so good. You got to check him out at malt underscore skull. He is from Finland. It's, it's really taking a risk there, Stephen, uh, showing, uh, picking the clip of him telling the story of maybe rolling around in the latrine fluid and solids. <laughs> yeah. This, this is a way we're going to remember him now forever. <laughs> yeah, that was my favorite part. That's the part that really stuck with me and the part that I always tell everybody. Remember him? He jumped in latrine. He, uh, <laughs> yeah, you know Malt Skull. You know, loves latrines. Latrine? Loves all around in, in mossy, uh, questionable moss. <laughs> yeah, questionable moss. Why is it only growing in this one area? <laughs> you got things, things you got to think about when you jump into a pit. <laughs> Like, He's a cool guy, though, and I think that tells you a lot about his personality. That, oh, well, I love the the quote: "We weren't doing anything official." Uh, yeah. that's, that's just like an absurd thing to throw out there. Like, oh, I guess we're not we're not on any real mission. Why don't I why don't I jump in this pit and roll around for the amusement of the other fellas? Yeah, I guess that's true. He was he was doing it. It was <laughs> it was entertainment, right? He was the entertainment brigade. Yeah. We need these people. He, he's the kind of guy that uh, gives us all a laugh and a sigh of relief. We like Malt Skull. We like Malt Skull, and you'll like him too. Definitely go check him out on Twitter and look for that water float under the snow tweet. <laughs> you'll be pleasantly surprised. One of my favorites of all time. One of my all-time favorites too. And yeah, shout out to Malt. He's the best uh, for listening. Uh, how's it going in Finland? Let us know <laughs> at FOTS Pod on Twitter. All right, so I think we can keep this podcast a moving. Is the keep pa- it rolling. Is the pace good with you, Mark? Are we? Are Dude, we- this pace is uh, exactly where it needs to be. Beauty. Now, this next clip is from one of our faves. We say that about everyone, but this one for sure. <laughs> I'm talking about Sarah Joy Shockey, and it's no Shockey that she is a joy. So, I see what you did. Um, she's great. She's so funny and clever and artistic. All oh, her little drawing stories. Oh, they're so good and heartbreaking. Um, we talked about that on her episode, so got to go back and listen to that if you haven't heard uh, about her chuppy <laughs> character she created uh, and all the condiment characters uh, in her chuppy verse. Oh, she's so good, Mark. Let's hear her. Oh, let's hear the clip. I decided to just go for a sad walk. I was like, I really felt like I was going through like a romantic breakup, but just career wise. And, you know, I've had this string of day jobs for as long as I've been of working age. So I decided I'm going to go like stand on a bridge downtown and just be sad because I like being sad by the water. <laughs> okay. Like there was a time a couple years before where I'd like just gotten out of a relationship and I really liked this guy and I asked him out on G chat and he very politely was like, no. And so I went to like the docks and I was like sitting at the edge of the dock, like crying gently. And I was like, this is perfect. Like I like being dramatic like that. So I was going to pull that old bullshit. And so I go to the bridge and I'm like leaning on it and like kind of working up some tears, but it's my lunch break. So I have to like time it out. And all of a sudden (laughs) under the bridge comes one of those tour boats where they have like a roof open and like a bunch of chairs. And a friend of mine is giving the tour and she goes, Hey, everybody, that's my friend Sarah Shockey. Let's all wave. And everybody <laughs> waves and is like, Hi, Sarah. And oh, my God. Like, well, there goes that. I can't, I can't, like, I can't have a sad day now because a boat full of strangers just cheerfully waved at me like I was the greatest person they'd ever happened to see wow. downtown. <laughs> Sarah, how can you stay sad when a boat full of strangers waves at you? That story, oh man, Stephen, you picked the perfect story to illustrate Sarah Shockey because, well, first of all, she is expert at understanding and outlining the human condition in a way that is just like full of love and life and understanding for how it is. But I think one of the problems that she probably goes through a lot in life 
is that she may just be so talented and lovely that she sabotages herself. Uh, if you, if, if she, she's trying to go cry on a dock, have it, have a real emotional experience. And yet at that very moment, because of the love that she's put out into the world, all of these people on the boat see her, recognize her. And they're like, Oh, that's that big ray, that bright ray of sunshine, Sarah Shockey. Let's all say hi to her. Little knowing that they're taking away from her one <laughs> lunch break moment of sadness that she was granting herself. Yeah, Mark, I think that is that is perfect. That is the perfect um, explanation. It's the karma karma factor, right? She's <laughs> she's sowed these seeds, and now yeah, it was. I thought it was so funny that she was like trying to be dramatic and sad. You know, like she gets it, like she understands. You know, it. We got to be sad sometimes. So what better way than to go to a bridge? <laughs> <laughs> just weep but too bad sarah you're too lovely so everyone <laughs> loves you so they're gonna have a boat full of people wave to you in your in your sad moment that's right we're gonna cheer you up sarah whether you're ready for it or not yeah i thought that was a really cool story too um so shout out to sarah you got to go check her out and all of her work her podcast marty and sarah watch wrestling um <laughs> they love wrestling they love wrestling. They don't they watch it, but they do. They she's watch it. She's a fellow it. podcaster. She's a podcaster. Yeah, she's got a great voice. She's uh, her energy is her energy was off the charts. Um, one of those high energy people, and it was it was so enjoyable talking to her. Um, she does it all. She's another one. That if if you don't know her, you should get in on her right now because she is gonna blast off like a rocket. Yeah, she's just bubbling under the surface right now, but it's like yeah, you can tell it's one of those people uh, like Kellen, uh, etc., who's. <laughs> You just can't be contained, right? Too too good, too creative. Too good, too good for this world. Too good, all, yeah, yeah. All my all my favorites. I, like I mentioned briefly, her little uh, vignettes, her stories, like her hand drawn, colored in, artful on like little um, what are they card cards? Yeah, like index cards. Index I want to say cards. Yeah, if you have to write a speech in grade seven or whatever you got to get those index cards three by fives and i'm i'm gonna be completely honest i have watched more than one of those and shed more than one tear while watching them mark that's uh, exactly right I, with the message that i wanted to let the listeners know you're gonna feel feelings you're, you're gonna feel feelings and i don't cry when i'm sad i only <laughs> cry when people are nicer than they need to be oh wow that gets me well, if you if you're gonna get if you're got like that, you're gonna get got by reading Sarah's stuff. So, <laughs> yeah. uh, so go get got right now. Uh, watch her her um, her little vignettes, uh, and yeah, maybe shed a tear or two uh, at your desk quietly. <laughs> Just feel the feelings, unless a boat full of people comes by. <laughs> do not go to a pier to watch these. Yeah, videos. do not do it on a bridge on a Chicago bridge. Well, speaking of Chicago bridges, the next guest is Dave Cactus. Ah, you know Twitter's Dave, deep dish Chicago style pizza. He is Twitter's <laughs> own deep dish, cactus based pizza. Uh, he is great. It was so nice to talk to Dave. I believe you talked to Dave first. You you snagged him, Dave. You know you did because uh, the thing was he wouldn't. He wouldn't. He refused to come on Friends of the Show until he had fulfilled his obligation to his good friend Mark and appeared on Making Friends with Mark McGark. Are you serious? I'm deadly serious. <laughs> he would not schedule with me until he was done with you. And you know what? I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Wow. I think he's he made his commitment to you first. So, you know, you got to honor that. And he's an honorable guy. Everyone he's needs so to He's so modest. Notice. He would never have told me that. <clears throat> oh, yeah. Modest. He's one of those modest guys. <laughs> what about those guys? <laughs> You're one of those guys, aren't you, Mark? I don't know anything about that. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So, Dave Cactus, let's listen to the clip. Classic cars. You love them. You drive them. I, Tell us I, about I, it. <laughs> well, I've currently got a 1969 Mercury Montego and a 1987 Cadillac Braun. Um, over my life, I've had about 40 classic cars. Damn. I know. That's so, a lot of classic cars. Yikes. <laughs> like MC Hammer money. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Much like MC Hammer, it's all spent, gone. It's just parachute pants and Cadillacs in the, in the house. 
I'd love to keep meeting people from Twitter as long as my copious amounts of spare cash and free time keep on flowing. <laughs> other than that, I have to work most of the time. It right. kind of makes it difficult. Yeah, you can't be doing it every single weekend. But seems like you're getting out there. You're getting out there pretty pretty consistently and meeting some very cool folks. Yeah, I like to meet people from all walks of life, and hopefully there's a New York trip in my future. Oh, there's a lot of great ones out there. A lot of great folks out there to meet. A lot of these folks from Ontario could probably just come right over and say hello. <laughs> just dip right down into the Trump hellscape and say hi. <laughs> I have to say, I love Mark, too. <laughs> you love Mark. We all love Mark. Mark, we love you. Thank you so much for sending in the questions. Really appreciate it. And like I said, you gotta check out the podcast, Making Friends with Mark McGark. Check it out on iTunes or Apple Podcasts. Check it out, Mark. Check it out. Had to sneak that extra plug in <laughs> via a Dave Cactus clip. Oh, I don't, I don't appreciate that at all. It you took away from valuable David Cactus time. No, no, that was important. Everyone needs to go and check out Dave's episode of Making Friends. Right? Uh, you, you robbed me of my favorite part of that episode that you had with Dave. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, that was that was just a tease. These te- are just to, meant to 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 pique your interest so that you go back in here, listen to the full episodes. Okay. Um, and well, then, what and I'm then talking t- about? Tell them, yeah. Yeah, we'll definitely check out the full episode. Uh, just like with Sarah, spending spending an hour listening to Dave talk is, is uh, life-affirming. Uh, it, it'll probably change the course of your life, uh, and maybe, maybe you'll join a monastery. Maybe you'll uh, abandon all your possessions and uh, go out in service of your fellow man. Uh, that's just the kind of influence that Dave Cactus has. But my favorite part of that episode... Uh, personally, uh, and this probably applies only to me, is uh, I, I sent in a question and I asked him, because he goes by the name Dave Cactus, so I think, Cactus, that's probably not his real last name. I asked him, what is your real last name, Dave? And do you remember what he said? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> he said, my real last name is McGark. Oh, he got, got you. He got you. You got me. You got God again, McGark. I was on the subway, a crowded subway, listening to that on my earbuds, <laughs> and I uh, spit with laughter. <laughs> Literally, spit flew out of my mouth. Maybe it hit other customers or passengers on the train. I hope not. But it was one of those uncontrollable moments where your body uh, <laughs> just, <laughs> just expresses your joy in a way that is maybe not socially acceptable. Wow, that's great. Yeah, you had a reaction. <laughs> you weren't expecting it. It was the twist that got you. It's a twist. Wow. Great job, Dave. So, yeah, everyone's got to go check out his, his episode and also his episode of Making Friends for two hearty hours of good Dave Cactus stories. He's got... So many stories. He's so interesting. Such a crazy, like, interesting life he's had. Like, that classic driving 40, having owned 40 classic cars is, like, one of the least interesting parts of the episode. So Yeah, he just sort of tossed it out there. He just tosses these tidbits out, and you're like, what? That could be, like, a full podcast episode just talking about this tangent. Like, how there's a... I believe you could have a full NBC sitcom for six seasons of Dave (laughs) Baptist stories. Six seasons and a movie. Oh, oh, definitely. Yeah, like he was—he's a, a part of a mural in his, in his town. Like, yes. how does that happen? Part of a mural. <laughs> he's just a gigantic mural. Yeah. And anyway, so yeah, Dave Cactus, great guy. R.I.P. The sign. Um, oh yeah, mentioned. he switched jobs. He can't do. He can't put tweets on the sign anymore. He used to. Uh, but when, yeah. when he came to New York City, which was really nice of him, he came. Uh, I think to see a Yankees game, and then he also hung out with me for a little bit. And he gave me a gift of a framed picture of my tweet on his sign. That's amazing. Yeah. And he put a, a, a heartfelt inscription on the bottom. This is just the kind of guy that Dave Cactus is. Incredibly sweet. What a nice gesture. Very incredibly thoughtful. Yeah. Not enough good things to say about one of the great friends of the show, Dave Cactus. Check him out at Dave underscore Cactus. So good. Oh, and if I may, if you listen to my episode with him, 
you can find out how many quarters he can fit up his nose. Yeah, that was, um, I was shocked to find out. So um, you'll be just as shocked. Go listen. But listen to Steven's episode first. Oh, but that would be reversely chronological. I All right, was... whatever order, but you, Garrett, <laughs> listen. If you if you listen to one episode, you got to listen to both. You got to listen to both. You have to listen yeah. to at least one. So you're in for both. All right. We're going to send out contracts in the mail. In for a penny and for a pound. If you're listening, you've already agreed tacitly. <laughs> All right. Well, <laughs> let's uh, let's yeah expect those in the mail. All right, Mark. What do you think? Keep we keep going. Let's keep it rolling, Stephen. Let's keep the podcast moving. And our next clip comes from. Blaine Kapatch. Now, you probably don't know Blaine Kapatch as well. I don't personally know Blaine Kapatch. But you know of him. I know of him. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, that's generally the vibe. So, uh, yeah, Blaine, like one of my Twitter pals. So I was just like, maybe I'll see if he'll, if Blaine Kapatch will come on the podcast. And I was pleasantly surprised. Yeah, this is one when it showed up in my feed. Blaine Kapatch, I was like, holy shit. Steven knows this world-renowned comedian Blaine Kapatch and he can just chat with him and have an hour-long conversation this is a this is to your credit Stephen thank you Mark it was I was very excited you know you know those things where you're like uh you know like what does it hurt to to take a risk maybe ask him and maybe he doesn't reply or you know if he does that would be great so yeah I was uh, really nervous to like reach out but then once I did and he was like yeah sure I was like oh okay that this is good this is gonna be good and it was good it was so fun um talking to him he was incredibly like nice and generous with his time and uh, his all his stories were nuts like it, there's some name drops in the clip but <laughs> the name drops in the episode are tenfold to what what it is in the clip so you gotta you gotta check out his episode uh yeah like you're saying like a legendary guy uh yeah hosted beat the geeks like he's a real he's been around <laughs> like helped uh he, he's like Patton oswald's good friend uh and uh yeah he's 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 a, he's a legendary kind of guy so it was very guys seems like just good old friends chatting it up after you know a few months of not seeing each other you know what it was it, it seemed that he was very he was very nice and easy to talk to so that was good because <laughs> i was a little bit worried you know you never know going into these things whether you're gonna get uh someone very stodgy or someone very nice and luckily blaine was the ladder here we go here's the clip from blink a batch there was one day when little richard was one of the guests i was like fuck this i'm gonna get down and watch little richard rehearse so i went down and i sat like in the front row and there's little richard in his big grand piano and he's running through this medley of stuff with his band and in his band was billy preston he's got billy preston on this big hammond b3 organ this fifth beetle dude sitting right there and Little Richard's kind of running stuff, and uh, the drummer was was for shit. He was being very polite to the drummer, but you can tell the drummer got really fired. Uh, <laughs> but I remember uh, during the rehearsal, Little Richard was wearing beetle boots that were black velvet and diamond stripes. It would be a, like an inch of black velvet and then an inch of diamonds and an inch of black velvet and an inch of diamonds. It's like, holy shit, those fucking beetle boots. Look at those boots. There's Billy Preston like wiping his hands over the B3 and it sounds insane. And then for the show, Stephen, mm-hmm. full diamond beetle boots. <laughs> Get rid of the full diamond beetle boots. Those are the practice beetle boots only. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I got my practice boots on. Uh, oh, I was in. I just remembered this. Sorry, we had B. Arthur on the show on the Martin Short show, and we were doing a thing where uh, they she was getting a Tony award for, I think Mame, I forget what she was in that she didn't get the Tony for that. She could, she, she got robbed for a Tony. So we were going to do a thing where she finally gets this Tony award and they go, okay, we're going to put you meaning me. We're going to dress you like her, her boy toy, <laughs> you know, put me in a wig and a tuxedo and I'm going to, they're going to plant me in the crowd with the Arthur. And then when she gets her name called, they're going to cut to me and then they wanted me and B to just full-on French <laughs> start making out and everything. And then I will walk her down to the podium and she would do her bit. So we're running over the bit with B, and B goes, no kiss. <laughs> okay, fine. Sure, okay. I, I understand that. <laughs> no kiss. That, <laughs> that's how I always remember B Arthur. <laughs> so those are some good name drops, I thought. 
Yeah, when you start with Little Richard and you still can go upward from there to be Arthur, you've had a storied career. Yeah, you've had a storied career. And that was just like he just thought of that tangent, you know, mid mid uh, Little Richard story. <laughs> well, we just thought of something. Oh, yeah, just remember. Telling a story about Little Richard's diamond encrusted boots. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that, yeah, that episode was nuts. So it was just sort of, I was just sort of like... Tell me more, Blaine Capatch. Tell me more. Like, what other stories do you have? Um, so it was a great one. You got to go back and listen to that to get all the extra stories and all the other name drops um, from that one. And I guess check out Blaine Capatch on Twitter at Blaine Capatch. He is out there mixing it up. He's doing it. Yeah. Like I said, we're not, I don't think we even follow each other on Twitter, but I know of him. And I really enjoyed that episode. It was kind of like an episode of WTF or, or uh, um, You Made a Weird, where it's, you know, an established comedian and a confident host. And you're just sort of <laughs> recounting the stories and getting the inside information of what it's actually like to be in the, what I call the biz. In the biz. B-I-Z. Have you heard this expression before? Only, uh, only people in the biz know it. The business of show. Uh, it was a really good episode. Uh, and like I said, unexpected, but pays off. Rewarding. Yeah, thank you. And I hope that uh, the listeners will go back and check that one out. Because I'm not sure if, uh, yeah, if you didn't know who it was, if maybe you didn't uh, listen to it on the first go. But uh, definitely worth going back and checking that one out. Because, uh, yeah, like you said, storied career and uh, all the stuff, all of his stories were nuts. Like that whole time, I was just like, huh, what? Uh, Crazy, crazy stuff from Blaine. And you can check him out and you can go watch old episodes of Beat the Geek. (laughs) Maybe on Comedy Central On Demand or something. Maybe. Uh, Yeah, so that was fun. I remember I did a question that was uh, in the episode. I did a question that was like a clip of him from the show asking a question. It was like he was asking himself a question. I thought that was quite clever. (laughs) So if everyone hasn't heard that episode, go back and listen for that part where I was like, you asked yourself a question. Oh, Steven. (laughs) That was fun. It was fun. And (laughs) that's what we're here for. We're having good, uh, good times. All right. Mark, let's keep it going. Let's keep it going. The next clip is from Phil Stamato. Wow. And Phil was very nice to come on to the podcast um, at Stamato. You can check him out on Twitter. He knows Latin. And let's hear about that right now. I studied Latin when I was in high school, and uh, I got really into Latin and Greek while I was in there because I had a really amazing teacher. Because of that, because he was too good of a teacher, I then spent an entire decade studying Latin and Greek. Wow, that is which, a really good teacher. Yeah, a really effectively good teacher. So I ended up getting like really, I used to come home every single day from school and regale my parents with stories that I had learned from my teacher, Mr. Highland. Shout out, Mr. Highland. Shout out. <laughs> and he, uh, and I would just like tell them stories and they were like, you should pursue this as far as you can. And the only career options for Latin really are teacher, which yes. makes sense. Uh, the last, you know, you can't really be an, an emperor anymore, but uh, not not in any official sense, you know. Yeah, and it's not but, something uh, you can. Emperor isn't something you can really work your way up to. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's just far too competitive these days. Um, you know, so, <laughs> so I, you I wanted love to be Latin. A teacher, how was that? So you love Latin. I love Latin, and so I wanted to be a teacher. I go to college. I love Latin even more in college. I get really, I got really sucked into this thing for a while called neo Latin. Uh, and there's a whole community on the internet of people who write and speak Latin with each other, like a more modernized version of it. So it you know, has modern work. And uh, if you were to go on YouTube and look up uh, Philippus Nostair, I had a, I have a couple of ukulele songs I translated into Latin. Okay. So, so you were part of this neo movement here? Yeah, You got exactly. into it? And there's kind of like a, a guy who was one of my favorite bloggers in Latin to follow. His name was Nemo Udes, which means nobody, nobody in Latin and Greek. Oh, deep. Yeah. Do you like Latin, Mark? I wish I knew Latin because it feels like it would unlock so many secrets of language for me if I did. I think that's true. Yeah, it's the building blocks of language. Yeah, so he knew a lot about Latin, uh, and he had written. He was he just was just about to say he had written some so- songs in this neo Latin, so like a spoken new kind of version of Latin. Yeah, and it was very interesting to learn about that uh, and and learn about his all of his schoolings that he has done. I'm like, oh, you're very learned, 
Love he is very learned. Yes. I met him once and he had, he, he, he's not lying. He had a book tucked under his arm when I met him and it was written completely in Latin. I think it was by Virgil or some, one of the, <laughs> you know, Latin writers. Uh, and he would just spend time at the bar flipping between socializing with his friends. And then, uh, when he got little breaks from that, he'd flip open the Virgil book and read through it. And I think he even recited a little incantation, uh, in Latin when I met him. So he's the real deal. That is the real deal. He, yeah, he walks it like, talks it like he walks it or whatever that saying was. Uh, we'll ask him what this, I bet he knows yeah, it. In if you're, if, send me that, uh, send me that saying in Latin, whatever the Virgil version is. Peace to motto. Wow. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to meet him for coffee tomorrow. We set up a coffee date. No way. Yeah. Yeah. Cause we both live in New York. I think he lives like way up in upper Manhattan and I live in Brooklyn. So we're going to meet somewhere in Manhattan. Uh, and listening to that clip got me thinking. He said that he had a teacher of Latin that was so good that he spent the following decade studying Latin. Mm -hmm. So I'm thinking when we have our little coffee date tomorrow, what can I do? How can I be so influential that I get <laughs> him to study a decade of something that I'm interested in? Maybe this, the coffee is so good. He yeah, spends 10 years becoming a barista <laughs> or something. <laughs> so let's see what path I can direct him on. I'll keep yeah, you up. Keep, yeah, keep me posted uh, on how you twist and turn his life <laughs> with your mentorship. Uh, it'll be very exciting to see. Yeah, that, that was crazy. So, I mean, that must have been a really good teacher. No kidding. Shout out to the teachers. Go teachers. <laughs> generally. Just generally. Yeah, teachers in general. Shout out. If you're listening and you're a teacher, I'm proud of you. Proud of you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. So the next clip, we got a couple more clips here. We're at the light. We can see the light at the end of the podcast. Oh, got, but I'm having so much fun. I want this to go on forever. Mark, I, I get it. <laughs> that's what that's what everyone says when I say that there's two clips left. But you know what? Gotta We got to get to bed sometime. All right. I understand. <laughs> All right. So the next clip is you green yeah. or why green how do you say it you green you green like, son like you burnt <laughs> you, you burnt you green so you green um which uh spoiler alert is energy backwards um which he just discloses in this episode um so uh, if you are curious as to what it is that and uh, Billy was great to, to speak with. Um, he's uh, he's one of the good guys on Twitter. So we should listen to the clip and then discuss. When did you realize you were funny? That part, I mean, it, it, I, I'll take that as a compliment. Thank you, Kevin, for for implicating that I am are, are funny. But well, uh, <clears throat> I would like to second it. So that's multiple people saying you're funny. So when did you realize it? Uh, you know, probably in in college more than anything else. I was a pretty quiet kid growing up. I'm still pretty quiet now, but uh, I think in college is when I opened up a little bit socially and, and just became a little bit more active. And it was probably then that uh, I developed my sense of humor more than, than anything else. All right. So you so, started yep. getting, started getting laughs around the dorm. <laughs> yep, absolutely. That's it. Do you want to give a shout out to your alma mater? Uh, Purdue University, go Boilermakers. Purdue. Ah, I used to have a Purdue hat. I loved the the lo the logo. <laughs> so his final question from Kevin: Can you teach us how to at? So I guess you're at, uh, you're a prolific I, I, I at guess, replier. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I should apologize to a number of people on <laughs> on Twitter. It's uh, it, it it's it's not something I do intentionally. It just kind of happens. Um, but yeah, Kev, I, I don't know if I, if that's a, a, a teachable quality, I, I think <laughs> you, you, you either have it or, or, or you don't, I, it's just, I, I don't uh, it's instinctual at this point, right? Yeah. Been doing it so long. And if I did know how to teach it, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to enable anyone else. <laughs> Well, we all like a good at, but we all don't like a bad at. So, you know, there's a fine line, and it's hard to find. It's hard to walk that sweet, sweet balance between good ats and bad. 
that sweet, sweet balance, toe the line, Mark, between the bright side of nice ats and then the dark side of evil ats. He is the master of ats. <laughs> so that was Billy. Uh, it was so great talking to him. Um, we should mention he is very uh, in shape and handsome and was lovely to talk to. He is an Iron Man. An Iron Man, yes. He did uh, a recent marathon dressed up like a pumpkin. I remember seeing that. Yeah, he's one of those guys who's just like so cut and built and strong and healthy, but then his his sense of humor still comes across when he does things like dress up as a as an all orange pumpkin <laughs> to run a marathon. Yeah, it's classic uh classic Billy stuff. Yeah, so he's very funny. Um yeah, but also incredibly fit. And uh yeah, so you got to check him out on Twitter at ygreen. You're green. Y G R E N E. And can I say, the man has his vices. If there's one thing I know about Billy, it is that he has a soft spot for quite a few things. Among them, Peter Pan peanut butter. Quite a fan. <laughs> yep. And the Beans. big one, the one that's been sweeping across the internet like wildfire, but I think it originated with Billy, you green. That's right, I'm talking about beans beans he made it popular online to talk about beans listen if you want to look billy up at your green uh and click on the media tab and look through his pictures look for the easter eggs because i bet in 50 percent of his picture he has hidden uh maybe not even so conspicuously inconspicuously uh either a picture of peter pan peanut butter or Bush's baked beans in that very picture that you're looking at. <laughs> He's trolling us. <laughs> <laughs> He's good at what he does. He's good. He's so good. Yeah, he has um, very funny uh, tweets and uh, yeah, that stuff like that. His um, his at replies are actually very funny. We're talking about. Uh, his at replies in that clip um and yeah he's one of the the good at repliers uh he, he uh the stuff that he adds to your joke is very funny uh and like you're saying with his media <laughs> he's always he's always doing something very funny but like sort of secretly you know you're right like in the background something's very funny is happening you're like that's just a selfie but is it look harder Look harder. <laughs> Look yeah, harder at his selfies. Secretly <laughs> incredibly goofy. More goofy than you would imagine. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, he's got that uh, absurdist goofy slant on a seemingly normal person. It could just be like a normal Iron Man account. But guess what? It's goofy. <laughs> so everyone's got to follow him. Everyone's got to check him out. Um, retweet his tweets. Go back and listen to his episode for the rest of his fun stories. Well, Mark, <clears throat> stretch it out, get it all out. We got sh- shake it out. We got one final clip, one last clip. This will be the final clip of all clips. So thank you very much to everyone who's uh, co-hosted. Thank you to all the friends of the show uh, and... Thank you so much for listening um, to this uh, clip series of shows. This is the last of four clip series, clip shows, uh, Holiday Spectacular. So I hope you enjoyed this trip down memory lane. I uh, hope oh, you go back and... One. Yeah. Not just for today, but for the whole year. This is it. This is the last one of uh, the last Friends of the Show of Series 1, I'm saying. Uh, and yeah, that's it. So maybe look for Series 2 coming uh, sometime in the future in 2019. So don't unsubscribe <laughs> to this feed yet. <laughs> keep keep that RSS hot uh, and watch for new stuff coming out on this very feed in the future mark it's not over this is just the the recap of series one just a chance for us to catch our breaths breaths catch our breaths look back and see what we've accomplished talk about some of our our favorite times that we've had on mics uh yeah and and generally uh catch up and put a bow on this you know i thought it would be a nice bow what do you think mark a good bow 
I like it's a beautiful bow. <laughs> it's a beautiful bow. Um, and I should also thank you very much for uh, your assistance with the promo. Um, if you haven't watched the promo trailer for this holiday special series, uh, you should go watch it. It's up on at FOTS Pod. Uh, there's a tweet with that little clip uh, on it, and it was fun to make. Everyone helped me out by sending a little video clips, and I threw it together in iMovie, uh, and it was very fun. So I, I appreciate it. I know including he, the wink from Mason that will oh, rock your world. The wink from Mason is what I, is the centerpiece of the whole thing, and I I based uh, everything around that. So that's like the the big <laughs> climactic reveal of the trailer. You got to watch it. It's it's just the best. Um, and you have some pretty sweet dance moves uh, in the airport there. And you were the only one who filmed it in the correct <laughs> landscape mode. <laughs> like it goes between portrait mode for all of us and you had nice landscape mode so you're a pro we can tell that already but just for the listeners go and check out that promo for these episodes um yeah all right so are you ready for the final clip oh i wish it didn't have to be over but let's do it let's play it here we go the final clip it is from our friend andrew nadeau oh andrew nadeau zero on twitter uh and it was great to talk to him do you ever meet this guy you ever see see this guy around town on twitter hero Uh, in real life real life hero yeah yes i met him uh not long ago like uh before just before christmas vacation i met him oh what was that like well let's get into it after the clip sure let's start with how i did twitter which was in large part to Kevin. Uh, his was the first contest I ever entered where he had to write me and say, hey, you don't just respond with the tweet. You have to write the tweet and <laughs> yeah. <then> link it. <laughs> you like replied to a contest call and you tweeted in the reply. Into, right. I had been there like a month, if that long. You're learning the ropes and he helped yeah. you. Um, and actually, I, I wrote him when I had about 400 followers because his was growing fast uh rightly so he's so good um and said uh you know can you can you give me some tips here and he he talked to me about um about entering contests and uh developing style and and was really helpful uh and uh was a large part of the reason i got good at twitter you know what that's great and it doesn't surprise me because kevin was so incredibly nice when i talked to him uh just like one of the nicest guys uh, on twitter and clearly you know in real life he absolutely is, and I, I don't know how he maintains a PG account, and it's it's strictly because he is so nice that that's very fitting for him. But I don't I don't really curse in real life, and originally I had a PG account, and then after wait, can I curse on this podcast? You may. Okay, <laughs> so I feel awkward every time I say this in real life. So get ready for me to feel uncomfortable, guys. But there was one tweet where it just was not funny unless I said fucked. So I put it out there, and I liked it. And after that, it was like, okay, so this isn't PG anymore. So more <laughs> Floodgates are open. Well, shit. Sometimes swearing makes it funny, Mark. <laughs> oh, God darn it. You. <laughs> this, ain't, this ain't your PG podcast. That's right. We say fiddlesticks. We say the big <laughs> ones. We say churl. Churl. <laughs> Is that your best? That's your best, Mark. I'm embarrassed that that came out of my mouth. <laughs> my mom is going to have a talking to of me. You know what? It's okay. You haven't taken the UCB class yet. You'll learn all the fun fake expletives at the class. That was a cool clip because it's like a it's like a how to of how to succeed at Twitter. Oh, I guess you're right. And it was nice having that uh, the nested at of uh, he's talking about Kevin at Pan Midwest. Um, and uh, isn't that nice? Friends mentioning the friends on this Friends of Show clip show. A lot of friends getting mentioned. It's great. That's how we do it around here. We give credit to our friends. Credit where it's due. Shout out to Kevin at Pan Midwest. Go check him out. Go listen to his old episode. Uh, go listen to his clip on the previous <laughs> clip show episodes. Um, yeah, what can we say? Andrew was so great to talk to. Um, I haven't met him, but uh, it would be nice to meet him, right? Yeah, it is nice to meet him. I recommend it if you have the chance. Meet with Andrew. Hmm, what's the, what does he smell like? He smells like cinnamon and roses. <laughs> That's what I was hoping. You know, I was actually guessing something with cinnamon. So pretty close. 
Uh, <laughs> I'd imagine you smell something like that, right? A little bit of cinnamon and maybe like rustic leather. Yeah. That's what I imagined. Like cinnamon and wet garbage. <laughs> cinnamon and that classic New York smell of <laughs> wet garbage. Well, you know what, Mark? I think we did it. Oh, and it was fun. The do the, It's not about the destination, Stephen. What is it about? It's about the journey. What? You should write that down. And I couldn't have a better partner for this journey than you, who is actually you're more than a you're the leader of this whole thing. No, we are we are co leaders. No, 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 no. I salute you. I was going to say captain. I'm going to say general. I salute <laughs> you, General Stephen W. Skinner. All right. Well, at ease. No, actually, drop and give me 50 then at ease. <laughs> He's doing it. He's really doing it. Um, so, yeah, Mark, thank you so much for being my final co-host, for being a, a great friend of the show. For the being final a- co-host. <laughs> That's exactly right. Shout out to, wait, who what was that? Uh, Europe? I think it was the Beatles. It was the Beatles. It was Little Richard in Beetle Boots. <laughs> um, so, Mark, thank you again so much for being just such a nice guy and coming on and being a co-host and having that silky smooth voice, being a great podcaster yourself. And I hope everyone enjoyed listening to this episode. I hope it's you- been my absolute pleasure, Stephen. Thank you so much. Well, thank you, Mark. And now we end the podcast, as we always do, by playing that hit theme by Kyle Davidson, the podcast theme, Friends of the Show, Season Series 1 Finale. This is it, folks. Thank you so much for listening. Love up my listeners. <laughs> well, how else can I say it? This is it. So catch you on Series 2, and we'll say our goodbyes. Toodaloo. A toodaloo to you too, Mark. And have a lovely evening. Good night, Stephen. And I'll see you on the internet uh, at Markedly. That's where you are. You there. All right, man. This is it. Thanks, Mark. Bye. It's over. Okay.